Hello, and welcome to Horror. This is a podcast in which Lee and Adam take their friend Chris on a journey through horror cinema. New episodes are posted every two weeks, and you can follow us at SoundCloud, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Please post any questions with the hashtag AskWelcomeToHorror, and the gang will answer them on the show. Before we begin, two warnings. There will be both swearing and spoilers in abundance, so we recommend that you have watched the movie being discussed first. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Adam. I'm Chris. And we are joined this evening by special guest, returning special guest, Claire. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, I'll patronise you if I feel like it, huh? <laughs> Darling, sweetheart. <laughs> He's not allowed to watch the stone tapes anymore. This is what happened. Um, <laughs> Good point. 70s misogyny. Um... So, it's our first episode of the new year. Um, I wasn't planning on just suddenly... Adam looks confused now. No, because the first episode of the new year was not the demons. It's the first one we've recorded. Oh, right, yeah. Sorry, sorry, darling. That's all right. They know know the magic goes on. It's all bullshit, really. It's not really how they (laughs) imagine it. This is where the tragic happens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, First episode of the new year. So, not to spring it on you, but I did think it'd be nice... Um, to name your favourite movies of last year. Mm. Just one or two. Um, Adam will probably be able to answer quickest while everybody else has a think. Adam, favourite films of last year? Um, Possum, Mandy. The Endless, I think, counts as last year because I don't think it got a cinema I think release. it was last year, yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, that'll, that'll do me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, um, oh no. It wasn't, it wasn't last year. <laughs> Annihilation, possibly. Mm, okay. Mm, okay. I don't know. No, I'll stick with Possum, Mandy, Endless. Excellent. Chris? Happy Sunday. Well, yeah, so I'm trying to work out what was last year. Can it be films that I watched last year? Because I've got no idea when they came out. Yeah, that'd be fine. We'll All right. Um, so <laughs> Some like it hot. <laughs> Birth of a Nation. <laughs> uh, I was going to go for Arrival. Oh yes, um, and I was going to say Annihilation, but Adam just ruined that completely. Because <laughs> you said it wasn't that good. No, I, I was I was enough to put it in that it might yeah, be, be favourite. But right. I thought if I'm doing favourites, then it's got to be. There's tons. Do you know what I mean? It's like that's I'm starting to list films that I enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and one that we watched. Um, it was last year, wasn't it? Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, no, that was the year before. That was See, the year before, that's crazy. Yeah. That's the trouble. <laughs> right. We're recording, so we've done. So we released once a fortnight, and not including bonuses. This will be episode forty-one or forty-two. Forty-one, yeah, I think. 
So Where did that go? Heading on to two years now. We've been. Feels like I've only just started. I know. It's kind of weird. Uh, Claire, what did you watch last year that you particularly enjoyed? Um, in the cinema, Incredibles two was just oh, great. Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> but also, we watched um, that really sticks out is the Pete and Dad Sherlock Holmes story. Oh, oh yeah, Hannah Baskerville. Yeah, that was that was great. So that, that was a remake, was it? It's Pete and Dud's comedy take on Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh, okay. But it actually keeps more to the actual plot of Hound of the Baskervilles than a lot of adaptions of <laughs> like straightforward ones. But no, that was that was brilliant. Did you actually you say that? Because that is that. amazingly good. At yeah. one point I got in and found the DVD out where you'd been showing your mum yeah. a bit with Sherlock's mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, struck a happy medium, <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny, every time I forget Kenneth Williams is in it until he appears on screen, and I go, oh shit, yeah, he's in this. There's a ton of people in that, really, like, sort of, like, Spike Spike Milligan turns up, Roy Kinnear, just, yeah, Max Wall, Irene Handel. Yeah. Because that's your first exposure to Irene Handel, which I think really shows, that shows an age gap to me more than anything else. Yeah. Because she was quite ubiquitous in my youth Mm. from old TV shows. Yeah. And obviously the the spank bank. (laughs) Should I look her up? No. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, yeah, you probably have no idea who Irene Handel is either. No. Um, I think mine are... So my two that were released last year, I actually saw them both on the same day. Which Oh, no, actually, no. Change that. I I think mine for last year are Solo, I particularly enjoyed. Mm -hmm. um, And Ready Player One, I thought was... Amazing. Um, I'll possibly put Deadpool 2 in there as well, which I saw on the same day as Solo. And stuff from previous years I only saw last year. A Dark Song definitely was one of my highlights yeah. of the year. That was... Yeah, if it's if it's stuff that, you know, is it stuff I watched last year, Dark Song's definitely up there. Yeah. That's so fucking good. Um, we have had a hashtag ask Welcome to Horror question. Have we? We have. From previously mentioned on the last episode, I mentioned that one of a couple of Chris's relatives have been listening. Um, and uh, you've sent a question in now, so I'm going to name you. So Dave has sent us a question uh, to hashtag ask welcome to horror. Hello, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, Dave. Which I will ask you now. As horror fans who like a bit of comedy, what's your view on young Frankenstein uh, as a gateway to horror, comedy, homage? And ripping off lazy tropes, <laughs> which I thought was a very good question, and did actually lead me down a massive rabbit hole. But we'll answer the question first, and then I will badger you about, um, <laughs> about that. So, so I like this question because I'd like to hear what you both think of it. Because I really wanted to watch that, and I haven't yet. You totally but should. Is it something we could watch? So I, I guess that would allow you to answer. You definitely could. It's um, I for me. It's less of a horror comedy, and it's more... It's definitely a comedy set in a horror feel. So, like, aesthetically, it's a universal Hammer film. But actually, there isn't any horror in it. It's purely comedy in that setting. Um, so, so what makes... What is the setting? How does that... It's the Frankenstein films. It's basically... Yeah. It's a combination, really, of... 
uh, the first Frankenstein, Bride, and Son of. Yeah. Like the first three Universal Frankenstein films. Okay. In fact, mostly Son of. Yeah. Strangely enough, yeah. So. I have to say, for me, it, it must be good because there's so many horror references I get from watching oh, really? Young Frankenstein and films like that, hmm. that, I don't know, it must be useful for wimps like me. I mean, I've bluff my way. <laughs> so you know, yeah because you know like if someone's doing the big l- lab laboratory yeah. with the balls and the lightning and the kites and everything else mm. like that you know that because of Young Frankenstein rather than having seen the Universal ones. yeah Young Frankenstein mm. and Bugs Bunny yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect yeah see I definitely and that's what I like about it is the fact that it is it, it really is close to those originals and it looks and feels like it, but it is a, a pure comedy. What do you think, Helen? What I know, I agree with you, actually. I think that it is, it's not a horror comedy, it's a comedy. Yeah. It's uh, possibly a parody, but not really, because it doesn't even get into that side of things. It's, it's, lo- it's a bit like there used to be, a, well, there used to be because he's dead now, but there used to be a series of books by Spike Milligan which was blah, 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 as told by Spike Milligan. Mm. And he actually did Frankenstein, but they, he did the Bible and like sort of fairy stories and things like that. And they're really great because they are just, he, he would do the story as it was, mm. but with asides and sort of, so it just totally divorced everything out of it. It was like Spike Milligan playing, gets to play in this okay. setting, if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what that, that is. It's like Mel Brooks playing in Universal Horror. Mm. Much like Blazing Saddles is him playing in westerns. Yeah, yeah. Like not spaghetti westerns, but the proper like sort of the John Wayne era mm. of westerns and things like that. And even Spaceballs is him playing in Star Wars. Yeah, mm, yeah. So yeah, I think that it's probably yeah not a horror comedy, but it's definitely a comedy in a horror setting. Yeah. So, so there's yeah. no nobody would be scared watching it. No. no. But it's, what was it? It was Leo, wasn't it? It was your yeah. Uh, uh, Claire's friend's daughter mm. um, was watching. Uh, you had young, was it? She, you yeah. put it on, hadn't you? Yeah. And what was it? I can't remember. You, you tell it. Yeah, basically, she was watching it and she said, Is this scary? She was about mm, four at the okay. time. And she went, Is this scary? So it gave her a sense that it could be scary. Yeah, and I said, No. And she went, Okay. Right, and, and then had they watched it. in there to make her frightened. Okay. But the way it's shot and everything. Um, if it was on mute or if it was in a foreign language, you might think okay. it was meant to be scary. Yeah. So it's funny then, yeah, how they can change it, change the sense of it by yeah what they're saying. But it's shot in like not black and white, but you know, like green and white. Like yeah. It's that yeah. Sort of real high contrast. Yeah. And also, I mean, like musically, it's very similar to the um, universe. It doesn't really mm. have like much. Again, like Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles has a Western soundtrack. It doesn't mm. have a a comedy quote comedy soundtrack yeah, yeah. I think it gets more more obvious that it's not a horror the further into the film you get yeah okay mm. as you understand what's going on yeah well as to the point where you do get to when like song and dance routines yeah okay yeah. that changes it quite a bit yeah mm. but yeah so that's good so it's perfect having you here for that because that is a perfect example that is a good gateway because yeah. mm. if you do not like horror in any way, any way shape, or form. You can form, still yeah. get but some. Know of this the... well enough. So. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the stories are great. 
so you may not want to be scared watching it but it still yeah. makes for an interesting because you've always said that you find it's like you could watch a horror film featuring the League of Gentlemen yeah. like stuff like Inside Number 9 you're fine with because oh there's Reese and there's Steve so yeah. it immediately it yeah. drops it off so you probably be I mean not that the Universal films are particularly nowadays sort of shit your pants scary mm. but you'd probably be alright because you'd be going oh that's that bit from uh, yeah definitely yeah, yeah you feel more comfortable because you're yeah. familiar with it see and this was my when I couldn't sleep the other night and I was thinking about it and then laid there for about two hours thinking and that was the rabbit hole I ended down was actually somebody and you were the, the person I actually thought of I was like well how would somebody who doesn't like horror at all mm. see these films now so I'd be interested for you to watch like Bride of Frankenstein or something yeah. and see because they're they aren't that different to like Young Frankenstein. There's nothing in them that, by modern standards, would be considered scary to any. I mean, they, the films are you, aren't they? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no rating on them. They're you for Universal, they're, ironically. Yeah, yeah. but they they absolutely. I mean, you, you couldn't put them in any category other than horror. Mm. So they definitely sit in that category. But, but there's nothing scary you know. about yeah. them at all. Yeah, which I which made me start thinking. Well, when did how far back now does stuff go that we still, you know, stuff from the 50s that people don't now find scary? So does that mean the 60s is currently our kind of cut-off somewhere I th- around? I think a lot of it is probably related to content. And actually, I think there's been a weird shift whereby it now is... Like the Hammer films now would be considered something that you couldn't show everyone because of gore, because of violence. Mm. Later on because of sex, but there's like the but the earlier sort of end of Hammer, yeah. it would be certainly like sort of gore effects and violence, which is weird and the reason I think that is because I know when they brought back Doctor Who, they had a lot of things that they said Stuff they did in the seventies and particularly the eighties, they really could not, would not be allowed to do. Oh, really? Despite the fact that it was part of a kids' show in the seventies, because there's people like getting shot and stabbed and mm. like bloodily shot and stabbed yeah. in certain episodes. And okay, there were there were complaints at the time, but not like, like there would be now. Well, not like there would be now, but also there obviously wasn't anyone safeguarding it within the production team who were like. Right, that's out for a start because you can't show that to a kid. Yeah, yeah. Which I think now would be the case. And I wonder if it's because of things like, you know, video and stuff like that where you end up with the ratings board who have to break it down to... Well, there was a set of knockers in it and someone got stabbed halfway through really bloodily. Yeah, so So now it's a 15, you know, or whatever. And I think that then knocked back to broadcasting and films. So, but I mean, I wonder... Because I... But then, weirdly enough, I think you would still show most of Doctor Who to kids. Yeah. Because it's not... It's still on your own judgment sort of thing. But, yeah, I don't think there's anything in it you couldn't show to a kid. So, weirdly enough, I think you could show Hammer to, like, sort of pre-teens, like, maybe sort of, like, eight eight onwards, ten onwards, or whatever like that. Yeah. I can safely say there's no way Shelley's showing any... Oh! (laughs) But, But I do know parents who happily show Doctor Who... Oh yeah, and things like that. Whereas yeah, 
I think you have to judge it on your child, don't you? Really? Mm. I mean, yeah. Well, so, so that's. I mean, we have that with Disney films because um, in Tangled, when the guy gets stabbed, and then the old woman gets thrown out the window, yeah, and like, and that was there's too many questions. So it's like, even though the whole film was good, just that bit was really, you know, just too much. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's difficult to to decide what is good and what isn't good for children. And I think that, I think it's also when you pick on individual points as well. Like mm. say, if a, if a if a kid fixates on one specific yeah. bit that is shit, how do how do I answer that mm. or yeah. how do I explain this away? I think also there's probably an element, and I know it sounds weird because I mean from our point of view, obviously we've not had to confront this as yet. <laughs> but also, I think it's like concepts of death and things like that. Yeah. Um, although I was very reassured, the last um, the the New Year's episode of Doctor Who. And a fucking body count, like you would not no, believe. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it was like good, because especially like what's his name, Stephen Moffat's version of it. Yeah. Oh Christ! It was like fucking South Park. Everyone was Kenny. Oh really? Yeah, oh. they'd come back alive, yeah. or they'd resurrect people, or like, oh no, it turns out he wasn't dead after all. And it's like, I'll oh, just fucking shoot someone. <laughs> See, this is why I stopped watching that once show that was on. That was set. Yeah. It, well, it was called once. The, it was the fairy tale. Once upon one. a time, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you watched that, didn't you? The thing that looked like Jimmy Carl on Netflix. It was like a white face. Was looked like Jim Carl. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, I started it. Couldn't get into the first series, and everyone was like, "Oh no!" Once you get to the second series, yeah. then it gets really good. And I thought, nah. <laughs> 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 "Don't want to slog through the first yeah. series to get." Yeah. yeah. But by the time it got to the third season, you'd reach the point where it was the same. Like mm. they'd kill off a major character, and it'd be a really big thing. And they go, "Oh, we found this line in an old book, and if you read it, they come back to life." So like, there was no. Mm. Yeah. They just killed them off and brought them back, and I was like, "There's, there's no consequence." But what, was it aimed at a young audience? Um, no, I don't think so. But regardless of that, I think audience. it is just a problem in telly mm. where it's like, oh, I mean, at least Game of Thrones has the courage of its convictions and kills every bastard. Yeah, properly. So he, and, and I think I that's mean, apart why from people love it so much. Apart from Jon Snow, where it was kind of like, oh, yeah, but you've only killed him off because you didn't have an ending of that series. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, everyone else. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, and yeah, and that's what I liked about it was the fact that they would kill off major characters, and you would have big turn of events that make a big change. And yes, yeah, yeah so consequence actually took yeah. place. It's like, I mean, even The Simpsons used to make the joke about it, didn't they? Mm. Whereas it went on and on, it'd be like where Lisa gets a new cat and says, "Oh, well, I'll call you Snowball too." Because that all, uh, yeah, because just that makes everything neater, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then Principal Skinner walks past and goes, oh, well, that's ridiculous. He says, is that true, uh, Principal Tanzarian? Because <laughs> there's that episode where it turns out he's not even Skinner, isn't that's he? That's right, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, again, it's all this sort of lovely thing where The Simpsons is very aware of what it's doing, but it yeah. knows it has to reset. But I don't think shows do have to reset. That's that's the point of drama. Yeah, you know. I, I think they're just too scared that people like the characters, and if they kill off major characters, then people are going to stop mm. watching the show. I mean, I don't normally watch crime dramas. Yeah, so I've just been watching uh, No Offence, and a spoiler alert: beginning of season three, I think it is, very first episode, one of the major characters dies out, and it annoyingly is my favourite character in the show right. and I was like oh man but again there's enough other characters in there that you I do like that you soldiered get through to, yeah it's, it's one of those I really like uh, the woman who runs the department and she's got f- four 
five subordinates. Um, one of them I cannot stand. Like she, she's supposed to be this detective, cop, hard nosed, but all she does is cry all the time. And I was like, there's no way you would make it to that high in the police force. Yeah. If every time, oh, your kid doesn't want to go to school, I'm going to go and sit in the ladies' toilet and have a cry for 25 minutes about it. So like, put yourself together, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> you're supposed to be defending our country. Anyway, let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> so thank you for the question, David. Um, to get back, yes, excellent question. And on the back of that, I would like to set you some homework. Claire. Go for it. Of watching one of the original Universal films with Adam at some point. Okay. To hear what you, because as I say, I, I, it's so close to Young Frankenstein that I don't think there's anything in it you'd find scary, but it's beautiful looking and I think you'd enjoy it. So I would be keen to know if you could watch one. And Do you want to give me like a choice? Like maybe all of you pick one and I'll choose. Where's one to start with? Where would you start? Yeah, that's a good... Uh, well, I'd say Frankenstein is a good... Mm-hmm. There's... It's half and half because there's Frankenstein, but then there's Bride. See, I would go for Bride, but do you need to see Frankenstein What one did we first? watch? We watched Bride. That was Bride, yeah. yeah. So I really liked that. Mm. And you didn't need yeah. the first one to know what No. Because yeah. I think also, it's one of those great things, it's like Dracula, well, Frankenstein's more so. Mm. He's one of those... What, where everyone knows the story. Yeah. You might never, yeah. you might have never seen the film, you might have never read the book, or anything, but you know what it's about, yeah. or the essentials of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you'd probably be all right with that, because that's like, you know, it's the origin of story, essentially. So, But, yeah, I think Bride probably, if anything, just so you get to see Dr. Pretorius. Yes. One of the finest... Finest characters to ever grace the screen. Yeah. So, yes. 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 So, I think that's it. So, definitely. All right. Well, do Bride right. has been decided. Because I was saying that, because obviously I listen to the podcast, and I was saying to you, it makes me want to watch so I can join in. Because, like, you guys have so much fun. And I'm like, oh, I really want to watch that. But I'm a huge wimp. So, I will definitely start. I'll watch it. Well, so I think my New Year's resolution will be to try. So, so what is it? So, when you say wimp, there. what is it that's. It's difficult. Tension. Yeah. It's like guts, blood, gore do not bother me at all. Well, you're a massive Tarantino fan, so yeah. I couldn't really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you're fine with like action stuff as well, where it's like lots, fine. lots of blood and gore um, and shit. So, monsters yeah. are fine, hmm. but it's so, uh, supernatural stuff, and it's just tension basically. Yeah. I'm like, I'm see, that's funny you say that because obviously I j- only, only, but. 80% of everything I watch is horror. Yeah. But I've had stuff that I've stopped watching because of the tension. I stopped watching Breaking Bad because I was like, I come home to put something on to relax and I just spend the whole time <laughs> yeah. like, tensing so hard I hurt my stomach muscles. I was like, yeah. this isn't what I want to do with my life. But that's just, like, there's nothing horror about that. Yeah. But that is so tense, I cannot enjoy it. Because I was saying to you, wasn't I, about maybe watching The Shining and you were like, it's so tense. Mm. Yeah, The Shining is... is, yeah, is, yeah. is I see, yeah, no, that was a good point though because we watched Ready Player One with Shelley and she did find that scene... The shining. So yeah. there's a shining scene it, it, here, They it? did it horror like and yeah. yeah she was like, Hold on, where's this going? Oh, right. no, sorry, okay. sorry. We're gonna have to pause for no. two seconds. You haven't seen Ready Player One yet. 
Well, I haven't had the chance. So. Oh my cock! It is. Well, it's, it's, it's my favourite <laughs> film of last year. Fair Dude. enough. Is He's got a huge list of films that he, he gets through. So yeah, this is true. I so, mean, yeah, it was it was on the list, but I had to watch Horrors of Mouthful Men, obviously, because otherwise, <laughs> how was I going to talk to people at work having not seen that? <laughs> this is the same conversation I get at work when people go, "You're not seeing Titanic." I mean, in Titanic's case, it's probably a, it's like yeah, because I, I I know the ending. And I really don't think it's for me. Yeah, so, yeah. no, that's that's that is fair. But Ready Player One, I thought would definitely be for you because it's it's. Um, well, it's yeah. just everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. the whole As game of elements. culture and everything. Yeah. But I think because that weirdly going back to what we were saying as well, the one thing I do think with The Shining is I think you'd probably be like. That's that bit in The Simpsons. Mm, that's that bit in yeah. South Park. Yeah, yeah. that's that bit in everything because yeah. it's been. Yeah. Re- that's that bit in Spaced because it's. In so many, and, that, and that's why things, I thought, oh, yeah. I can do it because I'm pretty sure I know most of the film yeah. from it being in various different films. But it would be interesting if just the way it is done just is too much for you still, like mm. you know whether it gets to that point. Mm. I think it is. It is like from the start, it's doom laden, yeah. yeah, and then it just racks up and up, like in terms of sort of like. When's this gonna fucking boil over? Yeah. And then when it does, it's like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> put it back in the box. Put it back in the box. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and that's the thing. I think there's. I think it'd be interesting if you did want to start seeing it because there's so much out there that's really clever and really entertaining and really exciting and definitely sits, as I say, within that ring fence of horror, but doesn't have. Tension. Well, can I set homework for you? Yes. And say, can you do like a beginner's guide to horror? So, say I need 10 films or so, roughly that much, starting from right, Massive Wimp, like Young mm. Frankenstein level, going so up to how I would in, get in. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I will definitely do that. I'd be very keen to do that, in fact. That would be excellent. And then Adam can feedback, or we can have you back once you've watched a few, yeah. and you can come and tell us what you've made of it. <gasps> yes. This is a fantastic mm. idea. It's like a book club for Welcome to Horror. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's literally Welcome to Horror. Except we oh, haven't yeah. actually done it like that. We've, <laughs> we've gone backwards and forwards. Oh yeah, that's what we were supposed to be doing. Well, that, that was originally the yeah, aim to draw me in carefully <laughs> and delicately, but really that, that got like forgotten after the first Paul episode. Now. We wouldn't have seen yeah. so much, <laughs> so many things. Mm. Blimey, our Bandersnatch episode would have to be um, like episode like that'd be our fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. You know. Ted by this story, point Ted's Ted's doing it. Yeah. Uh, by this point, you know no, Ted's had to take over for me because I'm decrepit and uh, I've <laughs> lost my tongue in a game of cards. Uh, Lee's got a wooden leg. Uh, you know, and Chris is just a brain in a jar. <laughs> with an eye. And Dean is still walking exactly as he is now. Exactly. Because he's pickled. <laughs> so he's really um has he? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so I'll definitely get that list together. And if any of the listeners want to join in and feel the same that they enjoy the show but aren't necessarily fans of horror, it'd be great to get a few people to uh, to give it a go. And yeah, I think that'd be through. a lovely sort of um, like a, yeah, like a, a starter pack, mm, or like, yeah. and like like you say, but like almost like. Um, like building up a medication or something like yeah, that, or yeah. sort of like, right, well, we'll start you with a shandy and then it's tequila shots by the end, you know. Yeah. That's good, and again, and then you can say, right, well, I made it six films yeah, in and didn't go, yeah, and then you know where you yeah. That's true, yeah. Go back and say, left and right from that six. 
Yeah. 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 Like that, then this is that level. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking great idea. That is. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that now. Thank you. You can buy the copyright off me for very mm. little. <laughs> <laughs> you got 4p. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So weird. Um, right. Shall we get on to the main topic of the evening? We probably should. Probably should. Uh, so this was Adam's choice. He was very excited. He was. This, yeah. uh, before Chris or I had seen it. Tumescent, I would say, with excitement. Wow. Nice. Um, <laughs> so we've just, well, we haven't just, we've all independently... Uh, on this occasion, unlike the normal format, we've all gone and watched Bandersnatch um, and tried various different routes and different ways of getting through the show. Um, Adam, as you were so excited, mm-hmm. why don't you kick us off and tell us what uh, what you experienced with it first time? Well, uh, the um, I follow because that that was a weird thing because it was it just popped up on mm-hmm. Netflix. With little or no sort of herald, mm. um, obviously uh, for for people who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> go and play it, watch it slash play it because that's the point. It is half and half. It is yeah, yeah. It's practically a game, but it's all, it's also a, a, a film. Yeah. Uh, it's the new film. It's the it's the new episode of Black Mirror, essentially, uh, like Charlie Brooker's uh, anthology sci-fi scary sh- shit series um, not not shit series but scary shit yeah series mm-hmm. um, and um, it's essentially a choose your own adventure where at various points in it you get given the choice left or you know sort of left or right sugar puffs or frosties yeah etc etc and yeah there's I think I sort of saw it come up on who was it I follow Asim Chowdhury on Instagram, yeah, uh, close personal friend, close personal friend, Mr. <laughs> uh, who's who's obviously Tucker in uh, Mr. Tucker yeah. in um, the uh, in the show. Um, I have met him. Me and Dean met him. Oh, really? Yeah, because we went to see Happy New Year. Colin Bursted, like um, Ben Wheatley's latest film. Yes, and he's in that. I wondered why I'd heard of it because it was on this year. Yes, on Boxing Day. Yeah, and I was like, I've definitely. It's a very specific name. I've definitely. It heard is, of isn't that. it? Do you know yeah. what it was originally called? No, Colin Uranus. <laughs> because essentially, it's like a sort of. It's kind of based on Coriolanus, mm. but not in the sort of. It's the machinations of a family celebration, but without the necessary level of tragedy and murder that goes on in Shakespeare but um, but he's but anyway so Asim Chowdhury's in that and me and Dean went to see it um, at the London Film Festival and as we were leaving we saw him and a couple of mates going to the pub so like a pair of giddy stalkers we followed him (laughs) and spoke to him and he was fucking lovely oh really really nice bloke and just like had proper time for us, and because I, th- I think at first when he came over, because he is tiny, oh, is he as really? well, yeah, he was, well, he's shorter than me and Dean, and that was like oh, well, right. we're not exactly you know gargantuan sort of stalking figures, you know, um, but he was, yeah, he was just a really nice bloke, and we were just sort of like we were basically just like licking the hem of his coat. He was like, <laughs> oh, you, you've, you've worked with Ben Wheatley, aren't you? Marvelous, and we saw you on Taskmaster, aren't you? You're all lovely, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, can we touch you with one of our hands? <laughs> and um, then he said, oh, yeah, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing a Black Mirror coming up. And, it, and at that point, I think we were ready to fillet him. 
Yes, but yes. He, he had to go to the pub, so you know, we, we, you know, but he was busy. So, but yeah, he mentioned like doing a Black Mirror, and we were like, "Fucking Ben Wheatley, fucking Charlie, <laughs> you're fucking amazing, mate." <laughs> wow, and yeah, and we prized ourselves from him and went about our way. But he was, yeah, he was a really fucking nice bloke. So started following him on Instagram, and then yeah, he started posting about Bandersnatch, so I in, I think I assisted, basically. I was like, there's a new Black Mirror, and it's interactive, we've got to watch it, because it's going to be all over the internet, we've got to see it, and I don't want to spoil it. And yeah, and we watched it, and three hours, two and a half hours, yeah. we sat there just going backwards and forwards. Do you think you managed to get through every option, mm. or close... Well, then we did it the second day. Went back and watched it for another while. Yeah. And the only thing that we found or that we saw that we didn't get to and that I wanted to do again was killing Colin. Mm. That's the only thing we didn't do. At one point, you can kill Colin. Um, not when not jumps, him jumping. No, not him jumping. There's a different. There is a different ending where yeah, he yeah. comes to your house. He comes to Stefan's house, yeah. Because I, I take it you guys got to the point of killing Stefan's dad. Yes. yes. So there's a version of it where, because it's weird, because if you hold back from killing Stefan's dad, hmm. you can bury him. Yes, that's what we did the first time. Yeah. But I didn't want to kill him. Yeah, I, I, was, I, him. Well, I was like, it's obviously that's going to end the game. Hmm. Yeah. But if you, if you just kill him uh, initially, it then says bury or chop him up. Yeah. yeah. And if you chop him up, then you go on to the next bit, which yeah. is designing the game and you know, and so on. And yeah, there's versions of it where either Tucker, Colin, or Colin's girlfriend come round to the house. Mm. Kitty, yeah. I saw Kitty come round to the house. Yeah. I didn't have anyone else come round in my. And it's sort of yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think we just we were going through it a lot, weren't we? Yeah. We we went through. Frosties versus um, <laughs> uh, sugar puffs, yeah. but also there's. I think that was the thing that struck me when we first did it is because I was like, right, this is going to run. If this is really what this is, mm. especially because I know they did inside number nine. I know they did a live episode, mm. but there was an element of shitting with you where they did an episode then cancelled it halfway through, and then it became the episode again. Yeah. And although they did perform it live, there was a lot of jiggery-pokery. Mm-hmm. And I think there was, an, a, there was a part of me that was thinking, oh, is this just going to be, like, you're making decisions, but they're of no consequence. Yeah, yeah. And, but also, oh, it's probably going to run like a dog. Like, I think I said it on the last one. Where you were about yeah. buffering. Uh, yeah, like the, buffering. So I noticed that, because when you said it, I was thinking, you yeah, know, it's funny, how have they managed to do it so that it doesn't happen? Mm. But it looks like when you choose, then it still waits for a while. Yeah, so then it's loading in. Which is brilliant. Yeah, right. it has, it, mm. yeah, it does, it has like a, it'll always be, the thing goes across and whatever happens, it will be the same shot, whether it's someone's yeah. face or yeah. what, the computer, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I yes, was. That, that 10 seconds to get it all queued and ready, ready yeah. for it. It worked so well. I wondered to start with if you were just being Darren Brown. So if it was mm. like <laughs> most people are going to choose this. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought was happening to start with. And then. When you run through it again and choose everything different. Yeah, but of course, yeah. by the next day, because on the first day, because you watched it and said, oh, it ran perfectly. Mm. Yeah. And then that night when we tried it, I don't know if it was because it was the holidays and everybody was and everybody was doing it, mm. we couldn't play it for about three days because every time you put it on, 
you'd get like a minute in and then it'd be like watching it through a strobe light. It was really flickery and twitchy oh, right. and didn't move. And we kept, I tried it through, I tried, uh, so I watched it on the browser and it was doing that. I tried it through the app and you can't do it through the app because it won't let you make the choices. Oh. Of course. So I, we kept trying it, but yeah, it was about the fourth attempt that we actually got more than five minutes into it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think so many people were on it. Because yeah, yeah, Instagram and everything was just a light with it. So um, yeah, I think people just, there were so many people on there because everyone was off work. and. But so that's like normal bandwidth problems. Yeah. Whereas, yes. whereas before, like, I assume, you know, Choose Your Own Adventures has been around on computers for a long time. And yeah, certainly I remember some where you'd have to wait a bit while it loads the next section. Mm. Um, certainly early on. In computer technology, especially if you were loading it on tape. Which well, you were. I was thinking yeah. CD. Yes, yeah. I noticed it. Like, especially when you had like one-time CD players, they were mm. yeah much slower. Because I because I also thought it reminded me of when you used to get those quiz DVDs. But again, mm. they would sort of like yeah, shift yeah. through. Well done. Yeah, he yeah, was the right answer. Yeah, you yeah. had all that holes <laughs> in. And, yeah, yeah, and it was sort of yeah. Fucked in some way or another. Yeah. So your mum doesn't look, still doesn't watch DVDs because of the Harry Potter menu sequence. <laughs> yeah, apparently the, f- the first DVD, like the original Harry Potter DVD, it's mm. because it's, I suppose they thought, well, it's for kids. Mm. So it has like a quiz or a game or something that you the, have the to do. The DVD menu is set up like the Marauder's Map. So it's like mm. a map of Hogwarts and you have to find your way through the map to get to. Play. So yeah. she's yeah. never she's actually got play. through the map. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. deal with no. it. <laughs> <laughs> never watched DVDs. Never watched the DVD. I, I can understand it yeah. in a way because yeah. it's like, well, I put a video in and it works. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. bitch at me Might to get this little sure. thing. I'm beginning to think it might be like, because we've been on a fucking deep dive. We've been watching pretty much as wallpaper. Mm. Uh, screen wipe, yeah. news wipe. Oh, really? Um, like YouTube. We watch games wipe. Yeah, and in that Dara O'Brien's going on about um, ga- games, unlike any other form of entertainment, withhold content if you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. So I remember mm. him saying that because yeah. he's talking about um, Rock Band or That's, uh, yeah, Guitar, yeah. Hero. Guitar Hero, mm. and yeah, and I think that there's so I think it might be the same sort of thing with my mum. It's like sort of like. I just want to watch the yeah. fucking film. You're going to hold it from me. Yeah. I've got to admit, I have exactly the same thing as Dara O'Brien because I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a great gamer. I'm not. I'm not going to spend fifty quid on a game, and I can only get half an hour into it, and then I get stuck, and I've paid for all that content that I'm never going to fucking get to. Yeah. Like, Why would I do that? That's I what cheat modes are made for. Mm. I just play everything on easy. It's like yeah. watching the film, but you're kind of a little bit. <laughs> See, I watched. Um, I, I, I was the same with. Um, at one point, they were saying that they were going to do Evil Dead. They were going to do Evil Dead 4, but Evil Dead 4 was going to be a computer game. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, because I thought, I oh, know I'm not going to be fucking good enough to find out what happens at the end. <laughs> so I suppose at least, with, at least with this, it does give you the... Like the books used to, like the Choose Your Own Adventure books, yeah. it would always be like, oh, well, I'll fuck off back to page nine because mm, yeah, I yeah. died on yeah, page so I, was, I, thought, I thought they did that quite well where they give you the options to go back yeah. and you can choose this or that one. And, See, yeah, so I, it does allow you to carry on. I had the exact opposite. That's mm. the one thing I didn't like about it was the dead end. Like, mm. if it was me, I would rather have had... Because it felt more like... A, although you watched it, it felt more like a game than a film because yeah. of those dead ends and going back to... What I would have preferred, as much as I loved it, and I'm not... not but for me, I would have preferred 
less options, like less things to choose, but each thing you choose takes the story off and then it goes to a natural conclusion. I didn't like the dead ends and having to come yeah. back to where you were. That annoyed Because the first time we watched it, it was fine. But the second time we watched it yesterday, we just kept picking the dead ends. Cause we but wait, wait, when you say dead end, because either I'm forgetting now, or so I thought you always get to an end where the game gets reviewed. But, uh, or, not always. Okay, so sometimes... You don't get that, and then yeah. you have to... and it just resets. So what, what was one of the ones where that happens? What so the one that I particularly like that we didn't see, so the first two times we played it through, we didn't get it, but if you choose Netflix... Yes! When it says, and then yeah. you get the fight scene with Alice Lowe. Yeah, that so I remember awesome. that, yeah. That was fantastic. But yeah, then you get that fight scene, and then it just goes back and shows you two screens, and okay. it goes, goes so, back so maybe, to... Yes, yeah, it's, it's possible I just didn't... I almost didn't see that as a dead end. I, kind of, I know it does make sense that it is, but I suppose because it loops you back round, yeah. I sort of feel like that was just a... Yeah, so oh, and that just true, Like a little pathway, and then you're just back on... Because I thought it just added to just Stefan getting more and more distressed... Like, yeah, yeah. I Possibly. think all of that could have just been a delusion, and you're not necessarily going. It's a dead end because I, I that thought that's why she said revisiting things gives you more information. Yeah. So I kind yeah. of saw it as it is just yeah a continuous Possibly, loop. Yeah, I, I, I just oh sorry, that's no, no, I was going to say the one thing I liked about it is how much they managed to make it about destiny and decisions yeah. and yes. things like that, where like the whole thing is. A comment on itself, on itself yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you end up, and especially when you because I remember we were like, <gasps> when it was like, we can say it's us, we can say it's Netflix, yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. actually, there's even two endings there, yes, yeah. it's, and that's and that again, that's what that, that, that was what vaguely not annoyed me, but like just trying to get to a different ending and see, so we picked Netflix and had the fight, mm. and then we avoided the fight and had to jump out the window, and then we ended up back at the he's still looking at the screen again. And I was like, so we've just spent 20 minutes watching two separate loops and they've both taken mm-hmm. us back to, you've got to pick Netflix or the icon. And I was like, I just want to get to a different ending. I want a yeah. different... But yeah, so, so that bit, so it was that bit that mostly annoyed you, that where he's looking at the computer screen. Because that changes sometimes. I didn't actually work yeah. out how you got the packs or the Netflix or well, the always, symbol. The, the other thing that annoyed me as well was there was one where it was uh, take the medication. Mm. Yeah. And if you take the medication, it just gave you the end. And it went, oh yeah, he finished the game. It's not very imaginative. It's a bit shit. But, and then takes you back to do you take the medication. And I was like, well... Like I, I would, I would rather have had like five endings, and you have five choices throughout the way, and they take you different ways in the crossover. But for it to always make it's, it an yeah. hour and a half to an end, rather is it than by going do back, that, you don't it? have to go through all those processes again. Yeah, because that's the other thing as well. Is, is I think that there would be an element where you might. I don't know how many people would have gone back and gone through an hour, uh, an hour and a half. Oh, way. See, now yeah. I would definitely have done that. Mm. If I, and, and I say that's why I probably won't do it again. Only because we did it the first time and we spent two hours or whatever doing it. Yeah. Then we spent another hour, like you did, going back and redoing a load differently to get to a different end. Yeah. And then last night we sat there and spent two hours doing it again, and ultimately just got the same point A and point yeah. B. But just in between, just different loops different. off the side. Mm. But ultimately, we still ended up killing him. We still ended up chopping him into bits. Mm. The, you know, the woman then still made the game at the end on the Mac. So like, yeah. it still felt like the same story, but just with little bolt-on bits on the side. And I would have rather it branched into something 
completely different. Yeah. And it, you know, it's like so, so. The big decision for me was when they're on that out on the balcony, and I was like, yes. right, well, we chose Colin, so this time let's choose Stefan. And if you choose Stefan, it does exactly the same as it does with choosing to stay in the office mm. where you watch 10 minutes and it goes nope and just takes you right back to me and I was like yeah. oh, fuck so now we've got to go through that whole 15 minutes to go off the other way mm. and we know what happens when you go off the other way yeah, yeah so I did bit... use a lot of skipping yeah we didn't okay. so, so I didn't re-watch the whole thing again I'd skip until we get back to the choice so the problem is I didn't I, like, there was no bar on the you know normally it's got like a progress bar isn't it and you can skip forward but you I can skip back to your last decision. Y- yeah. See, I didn't even bother to skip because I was like, I've got 45 minutes in. If I break it, <laughs> I'm not doing this. No, again. no, it, does, <laughs> it doesn't allow you to skip because it yeah. allows you to skip up to the next, the next decision choice. Point, yeah. Okay. So I, I did that quite a lot. I might give it another go then if that is. See, I think we did it a couple of times, didn't mm. we? Did, um, I mean, there's. Because there's. Um, Obviously, you've got, like you say, there's the multiple endings of the game of various levels of success. Because mm. obviously, there's the first one where, because everyone goes, yeah, I'll to take work, a job yeah, in yeah, the yeah. office, <laughs> and yeah, and it go and it fucks and it fucks you immediately there. I but did like the fact that he, that Colin walked past, put his hand on his shoulder, and went, "Wrong choice." Yeah, yeah. straight yeah, away. No, no, and yeah. I love the fact that when you go back through it, because that's the other thing as well. Yeah. When you go back through it, sometimes it changes. Oh, really? Because when you go back through it that initial time, Colin has read the book. Yes, and he, and he knows who Pax is. Yeah. The Thief of Destiny, yeah. which again is Destiny yeah. and so yeah. on and so forth. But mm. yeah, so there are differences. And also, certain points, you get different choices. See, I didn't get Because like, so like you said about the tablets, where you've got, one, you either get the option of take the tablets table or, flush throw them, them. or flush them, yeah. but you also get throw, throw them, them away. Yeah. Flush them. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, you do. You're right. We did. So there are certain ones where, the, and I also love the fact that there's the one choice you don't get, which is the um, go with mum on the train. Yes, and it only and lets it only you do no. no, and then it cuts back, and Alice Lowe says, um, uh, "That's the trouble. The past is immutable. You can't. Yeah, we can't redo it." Except you can, yeah, and yeah. everything except for that one decision. Did you get to the? Did you get to that point? Would well, you do go on the train with mum? Yeah, no. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I thought when because she says to you, replaying things, you yeah. can learn more. And so yeah. I, at some point, yeah, I got the choice to go on the oh, train. No, I didn't get that because you get to the point where you break into the dad's office. Yes. Yeah. And they've got the safe. Yeah. Now there's several different options you mm. get on doing that safe. You get pack or yeah. packs. Yeah, we got that both times. We got that. yeah, and get toy. Yeah, you also get toy or JFD. Now JFD means that Jerome F. Davis, mm. the author who's clearly like a sort of William Burroughs, Philip K. Dick character, so he comes yeah. in and tries to. He comes in and attacks yeah. you, and then you wake yeah. up. That's it. Uh, packs with an X, you get the demon, and yeah. you wake yeah. up. That's right. Pack CS. Yes. Oh. Pack PAC, as yeah. in Pac Man. Is the false father. Yeah, you find yeah, out that your whole life is an experiment alive. and everything else like that. But yeah, if you go back and it's toy, mm. you get you open it up and there's the rabbit. You know that he's taken from him. So then you so get to go hidden. on the train. Yeah, no, that is hidden be- it. Better than that, you go back you wake up as an adult, you've got the toy, you go to the bathroom. Pass through the fucking mirror, 
and come back come out the other side as young Stefan mm. put it under the bed and then you get to go on the train with mum see this is the thing like I would like to do all this mm. but having already sat in front of it for five hours yeah, yeah, no, which is why I would it. have liked it to have been a bit a, more that linear that would have been a different ending for you because if you do do that because you've gone on the train with mum the train still crashes and then it cuts back to Stefan in the doctor's office and he's dead because he's died as a kid so yeah. now he's He's in a redundant she, she says, she says yeah. he just like he just killed over whatever. Yeah. Don't know what happened. Mm. And the weirdest thing is, that is still the happiest ending. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Charlie Brooker. Yeah. That yeah. is the because I listened to an interview briefly with him. Uh, well, a brief interview with him, not briefly listened to it. Um, and they said, "Is there a canonical ending? Is there the one you consider?" Mm. He said, "No, all the endings oh, are valid because yeah. it's life mm. and it sort of goes across the that." It ending where he dies is the one that wraps it up the best yeah. as far as he's concerned yeah but he still... also bullshit though and said oh no there is another ending I just can't remember where mm. I put it <laughs> which, which <laughs> may or may not be true yeah. but I think that does have the whiff of BS about it yeah. oh, there's yeah. too many people like us all of us have spent hours doing it and no one found someone it would, yeah. mm. somebody would have now Dave has told me that he not Dave who we mentioned earlier, our friend Dave Kippo, mm -hmm. said that he found an Easter egg on it, which is, he said, you know if you found it because you're on the bus, but you're listening <laughs> to different music. Yes. I have no idea what that... What happens is, is you know there's the bit on the bus where it's either Now or Thompson Twins? Yeah. Um, yeah, it cuts back to him on the bus. It, the, the credits roll, I think yeah. it's after... If when you find out it's a your an act, when you find out Stefan is an actor on a film mm -hmm. set uh, like after the fight or near fight with Alice Lowe, yeah. the credits roll and I think the credits roll after he dies on the train. Then it cuts back to him on the bus. He puts the Bandersnatch cassette into the Walkman and it plays like coding, like the noise. You know, like uh, uh, if you don't, if you can. Record that and translate it, like actually load it yeah. in an emulator. It takes you to the TuckerSoft website. There is a TuckerSoft, wow. like www.tuckersoft.co.uk or .com, I don't know which it is. And on there, you can actually play Nosedive, the game that Collins oh played. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there is, there's that hidden bit in there as well, which is just. That's amazing, because because that was what Dave said. It's awful, and I apologise. I know he doesn't listen to the shows. So that's fine. So he's a friend of ours, the same age as us. Now, when he was a teenager, him and a couple of his friends created a game for the Spectrum, and it became massive. And he made a fuck ton of money and was semi-famous for a short Firefighter. What was it? Was it Firefighter? So, uh, I've forgotten the name now. But he made a, a, yeah. a really popular game. Um, and he's never followed it up, and he now works in sound and light. But, um, yeah, and he said in the 80s that was exactly what it felt like in that industry, was like in that office. We've mm. just, he said that was exactly what it felt like going to, who did he go to? Was it Ubisoft or someone he yeah. went to? Yeah, and he said it felt exactly, exactly Cause, like that. Because I think that's the thing as well, is that, that it harks back to an era when Charlie Brooker would have been, because obviously Charlie Brooker's a gamer, mm. so I think it harks back to the era where he was first 
involved with because I think so he was, was probably a teenager when the sort of games that yeah. Band of Snatchers yeah. is was being made I suppose that, he originally wrote stuff articles for computer magazines yeah. and oh yeah the, uh, the brilliant pig comic yeah but, yeah he wrote sort of articles for like Sinclair user and stuff like that back mm. in the day before he then did telly and so on and so forth and his whole take on the fact that you know the essential difference between games and TV is interaction versus passivity mm. and it's interesting that he's done this because it is it is a I think he's brought a gamer's attitude to it yeah because apparently I didn't realise this there have been other ones because you said about it that um, there are there were some other interactive Netflix stuff but this is the first live action one they had Minecraft Story Mode is the one yeah. that I'd seen what was it called sorry Minecraft Story Mode oh right okay and yeah, so they they sort of pioneered it a bit, mm. and then they went to him and said, "Look, do you want to? Can Make you think for, around this?" Apparently, there's like they did like five fucking hours of material. Yeah, so that's, this. that's the thing. Like, I'm, you know what you're saying about the endings. Like when you see the tree and all the options, like mm. you think that is so complex. It so quickly yeah. gets really difficult. So I'd, I don't know how far you can push it. Like how much would be involved? But almost every option you have, you'd think increases. Almost exponentially, everything else, because if it can Im- impact, it, it would. But so, as you say, apart from the fact that I, I didn't do it enough to maybe get the old uh, the uh, extra options every time you loop back round, mm. that was my point. It felt more like a game. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. Fit, which really. I would have preferred mm. it the other way round. Whereas you've only got four options yeah. to make, and there are ten endings, and you know you can go off and rather than it being like, oh, right, we've done that big, oh, we've done that big. Like, going completely the other way, you can get ones and they're called kinetic stories and you just press a button to continue, but it's linear, it's just the one, but for some reason, which seems ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and I've not played them, I've just seen But something you must like. Yeah, like, just like clickers. But then also, you get computer games that are just clickers. So, and Toby had one, um, and it's called AdCap, and all you had to do was press a button... Uh, and they had lots of buttons. Eventually, they sort of built them up. But you press a button, it earns you money. Press another button, it earns you more money. Then you've got enough money, so you improve how much you get per press. And it just keeps escalating. And so what he really liked was that he ended up with, like, not trillions. It was um, quintillions, nonillions. <laughs> it was, like, you know, the biggest numbers. Yeah. And at the time, he was just fascinated by huge numbers. Mm. So it worked quite well. But eventually, it's just pressing a button. And I'm like, look, <laughs> this isn't actually good for you. So you've got to yeah. limit the amount you do this, right? Mm. But... But yeah, for some reason, it's really compelling to just mm. keep pressing buttons. And so there's this whole range of games called clickers, and that's it. And you that's just click. Yeah. So, they, so there's, it's not like a two-way thing or anything. It there's there's nothing else. It's purely... To unleash the next... Yeah, to upgrade somehow. And then that, I mean, that is very addictive when you mm. get upgrades, whatever it is. You just feel like, yeah, I've just achieved something. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, this <laughs> is really not good. No, no. way to go. But then no. what's Tetris if it's not that? It's got to be well, one of those... Yeah, so I'd say, I'd say that's sort of almost the next step is it's, yeah. it's very simple you're just twisting so you sort of click in to twist it but you've got to have some strategy to say if I use these type of shapes here it's going to be better yeah. for yeah. me there, there's, so there's, still a, a bit, there's still a there's another right, layer it's, yeah it's you don't have to like think skipping through a CD or skipping through a yeah. DVD yeah, yeah. Like you're just like it's, it's just as if a DVD see. just stopped like the scene and then just said, "Right, you've got to press play again." But, oh. yeah. but to me, well, I, and I would also say it's, it's similar to pressing a, a heroin or uh, what's it called? What's the morphine? Morphine, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just clicking that, I feel better. Click that, get a bit more. You know, like yeah. it's, it's to me, it's to so like there's no way I let them play much of that, but I can see the appeal. Mm. Like even though I, to me, I wouldn't play anything because I think 
it's boring it's because I want I want the next layer. So he's got one at the moment where it's a mining game and it is it's very similar. But you see, you go down a mine and you bash it and you get some ore and you go back up and you sell that. You get a bigger um, mining pick, mm. uh, a bigger bag, and you go down and do it again. And so I keep saying to him, "What is the purpose of all this? You know, what is the next sort of interesting layer?" And he's like, "No, I get it. I get it. It is absolutely pointless, but it's fun." So, no. so you've got to have a little bit of that, but you definitely shouldn't do it a lot. Now, I got that when we used to play EVE. You, well, yeah, so no, like, yeah. Who so, play so there is absolutely so elements of it. So that mining element where you buy yeah. a ship and you go yeah. and strip you mine, mine it, yeah. to buy a bigger ship right. to strip mine but, more But ore. that's what we do in life as well. Mining companies, that's what they do. They go and mine, they get money, they yeah. buy more, they go and do it, they get more. Yeah, they but go they like, do it to get money. They don't do it for the fun of going and but mining, the, the company, mining with a bigger yeah, no, ship. Yeah, no, as the individual... He's not enjoying it, but if you're doing it as a whole for your corporation, there's another layer whereby yeah we're upgrading all of this to get more, but then we're going to do something else that's yeah. much more strategic, like we're going to go fight a war. Yeah, right? see, now that's what I mean. So like, yeah. I saw the point of it. So that's why I used to mine. Yeah, because there's I, a bigger aim. Because I'd make the money, but yeah, there were mining corporations who would just mine, go yeah. and mine. And I'm like, why would you do? Why but, would you but go we and need, have a but we need, we need <laughs> companies. Yeah, no, it is. But but there is. There's job simulators, VR job simulators. Like it, there is something <laughs> compelling. Yeah. I know, no, but there is. It, this appeals. I mean, you know, why can people do a job that they do over and over the, every the day worst, and the, manage to do it? The worst thing is, is that there's also those ones where, like you say, like job simulators, mm. where. You can put your real human money that you've earned at your real job yeah, so into so there to upgrade yeah. shit mm. because you're not doing well in the game. Yeah. Sarah used oh. to work with someone who was doing a fucking farm simulator. Yeah. It sounded yeah. like merry hell. Mm. It sounded like the fucking witch. But it's become it like big. that level but of struggle. Farming simulators became huge. Yeah, like, but she was like bunging in like fifty yeah. fucking quid in like to try and sort shit. So, so there's there like, something about it right. that triggers dopamine or serotonin. Mm. Like, is that's what it is? Yes, I was watching uh, Louis Free Weird Weekends, which are also on Netflix, which are fantastic. Mm. And there's yeah. one where he does gambling in Las Vegas. And there is a woman there, and all she does is spend all her time on the, you know, the one-armed... Yeah. What they call one-armed bandits. 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 Mm. Slot machines. Yeah, yeah, slot machine, yeah. And all she does is sit there pressing it, and she's not looking. Doesn't, she's not it's looking just at it or the anything. motion, the yeah, And she's got two, hasn't she? Yeah, no, she's like feeding two at the same time, just like, they, while talking to camera. Yeah, yeah. and they said, you know, she, how much has she gambled? And she'd gambled something like $5 million. Mm-hmm. And she was like a surgeon, and she'd had all this money, mm. and she just gambled it away. Just and so she'd addicted. Spent, she'd spent so much money there. That the casino mm. paid for her husband's funeral mm. and like and everything because she just spent so much oh there. Oh my god! Yeah, they even paid for her, like she had a like hip replacement, or something like that. But, but that's that's almost the next layer is you're doing this, you know, this same thing over and over, spending your money, but then they're providing some sort of a social layer to the whole experience. Mm. Well, they do it so in Vegas when you're so you can in the casinos. You can go to a bar and sit and drink and they will charge you for your drinks. Mm. Or there's electronic machines built into the bar and if you sit and gamble, they give you drinks for free. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So if, as long if you're like you feel like you're getting more... Yeah, like you're getting your drinks yeah. for nothing. Whereas they've calculated that actually you're going to be spending way yeah. more yeah. by doing that. And the other thing that freaked me out over there is it's the only place that I'm aware of where you can still smoke indoors. Mm, because yeah, it's so desperate for strange. you to not leave the door yeah, that you can smoke inside. Because yeah. they don't have windows, they yeah. don't have clocks. Mm. Yeah, no, a lot so, of it's very... Like, once you get inside, once you get a few rows of machines mm. in, 
yeah, you, you like it's it, you can get lost, lost in the casino yeah. so easily. Mm. But it's also so you're not aware of the passage of time. Yeah, so you're not yeah. Paying, yeah. Actually, been fucking putting money in here for five hours, yeah. you know, or whatever. They know what to do. Yeah, but we was we there was also something that I noticed, which is you keep saying Lee, you keep saying you watched it, hmm. and I keep saying I played it. Yes, which is an interesting sort of. See, of how, so that is yeah. right. So that's why you enjoyed it more than me because exactly. you saw it as a game and I saw it as a film yeah. that just kept going. Annoying. Watch that like, chapter again. Yeah. I want to watch that chapter again. Yeah. I want to fucking yeah. So I wonder, yeah, because I mean, although I think in terms of it being the future of interactive television, yeah, I think he's done really well. But I don't know if it is. I don't know if interactive telly is going to be as. Bigger thing. Yeah, I, I can't see it taking over no, passive watching no. at all. But as an additional thing that you might fancy doing I on occasion. Pe- I think people who game so like when we used to play Eve a lot and I didn't watch films or T V for that two years or whatever, I think something like this would have brought me back to T V. Mm. So I think it might bring more gamers back to T V mm. rather than T V watchers into having a more interactive. But the thing experience. is if this yeah. if you're gonna if this is gonna be a thing, interactive television, you've now got to make it better than that. Which is really high anyway. Yes. And when you like you were saying, Chris, how complex this must have been. Yeah. To make it better or more involved, that's a shit ton of work it to is. do. Because yeah. this interview I heard with Charlie Brooker, he did say his first reaction because a lot of people had said, Are oh, you gonna do it again? And he was like, No. Mm, <laughs> it was yeah. so this much. was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And I think that's co- the correct thing to do. I think do this and walk away. It's like mind mm. drop. Yeah. Because you've done such a good job of it being in terms of themes, in terms of the actual way it's worked mm. and how and the car, like the actual yeah. quality of the product. Mm. But then I also he was going, yeah, but I, I'm kind of tempted again, but mm. I don't know if it would be written by me, and I don't. And it's like shit. As soon as you've not got someone putting the attention to detail that he's yeah. obviously put into this, yeah, you probably are going to get a lot of sloppy old shit. Mm. I think the other thing is for for me, it'd be one of those. You'd expect the first time somebody does it to be much more, um, not be so self-referential. Like mm. you expect that to be something that comes from, along later. Yeah, but, but you also expect that from Black Mirror because yeah. yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. sort of clever writing. Core blimey, yeah, they I, do. We've been down a, a, a rabbit a, warren, yeah. <laughs> a black hole of Black Mirror. Yes, <laughs> really, really, we have. I think so. When you're saying about... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. It, it was going to be brilliant. We've that loads. Yeah. Rewind oh, and... Yeah, yeah, I know now. Go on. Yeah, what I was going to say is we're talking about how genius Black Mirror is. He has been writing it for years because mm. as we've been going back watching Screen Wipe and News Wipe and all that stuff, mm. there's so many references he makes uh, to that in yeah. sort of 2004 mm. which then become episodes yeah. of Black Mirror. Yeah, because there's the stuff about... We we saw that one this morning where it was uh, in the end you're just going to end up in a box of screens, which mm. is obviously 15 million merits yeah. and stuff. And actually, that bit with Colin, when Colin gets you tripping your balls off, yeah. Um, I love the fact also we keep referring to it as you, not yeah. Stefan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But when yeah. so that's it. I found it weird when you first said Stefan. I was thinking, who's Stefan? But yeah, they um, when he's got him. 
and he's giving him the whole Pac-Man speech. Mm, yeah. That so sounds like Charlie, just like a yeah, Charlie Brooker. Yeah, going off on a, you think like, it's happy, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like it could be verbatim, uh, like a, a brute, uh, like a to piece to camera by Charlie yeah. Brooker. Actually, you saying that about the things that come back round again, I only noticed it yesterday when we did like our third attempt at it or whatever it was. Um, so the the main game that's coming out, Colin's new one, mm. that is one of the earlier episodes. It's the dog with the gun for Metal the leg. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't see that until last. I'd watched it loads, and it wasn't until there's a clip of them actually playing the game in one of the sequences yeah. before yesterday, mm. and it's chasing the bloke. And I went, oh shit, that was actually an episode. I've yes. seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which didn't it's, even... it's the same director as well, because the bloke mm. who directed this also did Thirty Days of Night. Now that is a good film. That's what I thought you'd be impressed. He also, unfortunately, did Twilight Eclipse. Oh, which I've put in brackets third in the shitty series. <laughs> uh, also did Hard Candy, and he's got something coming out called Nightmare Cinema this year. Ooh, which sounds like good. it could be. Yeah. Um, but he's also, he directed uh, Metalhead. He also directed episodes of Hannibal, American Gods, and Breaking Bad. Nice. And mm-hmm. the video for Donkey Rhubarb. <laughs> uh, LFO tied up Stone Temple Pilots Sour Girl AFI Girls Not Grey System of Down Aerials The Killers Good Night Travel Well and Collapse Lung Eat My Goal Nice Yeah so he's, he's So what other Black Mirror references did you spot? We've got the Metal Head thing. I think that was the only one I've got did you get a load of them, you two? Yeah, because you've been we're watching them recently. Mm. Nerds, well. Yeah, we <laughs> seriously. A newborn baby, and nothing better to do with our time. <laughs> a newborn baby. Not only that, he's not newborn anyway, is he? Now we've got no fucking excuse. I was typing this up at work. Yeah. Right on my lunch hour, I was typing this up. No, I had my headphones on. It was only when I was about fifteen minutes in, I realised I'm listening to Phaedra. Uh. I turned your fucking dream, and it was like, oh my shit! I need to take five minutes away from this. That was that, along with the frosty sugar puffs, was the the decision that took the longest. You know? <laughs> no, 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 Phaedra. That was immediate for me. It was Phaedra. Yeah, it's got to be Phaedra. Yeah. I sort of went a bit. Mm, could it be to me? No, it's got to be Phaedra. Yeah. That actually was one of my favourite bits as well, because there are there's still, I think actually as a drama, there's still some good. There's there's some. It's like really good in that sense, mm. but also I just like there's some really good comedy lines in it. It's like the bit where if you destroy the computer before you go and have a fight with your doctor, yeah, you destroy the computer, and it's like, oh, I think it's actually it's Netflix is talking to you, and mm. then he says it to his dad, and his dad goes, "Do you want me to phone the psychiatrist?" Yeah, 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 yeah please. Yeah. It's just that sort of look of yeah, yeah, I do, please. Yeah. But also when it's Colin and it's the. What music do you listen to? Mm. Get a pen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was just me and Dean, isn't it? Because yeah. <laughs> that that made me laugh so much. And then the fucking list yeah. was like yeah, yeah. Joy Division, birthday party, non uh, Bauhaus, yeah, the, the cure. cure, the glove as well, which I was very impressed by. Um, <laughs> um, Edgar Froes and yeah, Tangerine Dream to me, uh, and it was yeah, just a bit embarrassing. I also went on a massive dive for about. 45 minutes because Dean had convinced me that there was an error in it because obviously you just see a vo- him put on a record yeah and it's a it's black vinyl mm. but I was convinced that Bermuda Triangle was only available on a coloured vinyl because oh, <laughs> really? that's the version Dean's got <laughs> oh, right. and, I was, and I was like in the end I was on fucking Discogs 
Discogs comparing dates against things, and then it was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you really need to step back from this because this is of no use to anyone at all." Um, but yeah, so there was a lot of there was a lot of bits and pieces. Um, like you said, there's Metalhead, um, and uh, but also he uh, Collins doing the game Nosedive, hmm. and that's the name of you know the episode where it's everyone's got like a sort of. Uh, a like button. Yes, the where they can, thing. Yeah, yeah, they can give you likes. Oh, shit, likes. yeah, it is the name of that episode. Yeah, it's called Nosedive. But again, like Metalhead, they've changed the way it's written. Mm, yeah. So, like, yeah, so, and same with Nosedive. So that's the game that Colin's working on where he is. But again, it's someone falling out of a building catching eyeballs and obviously he ends up falling out of a fucking building. Yeah. Um, the glyph that turns up, you know, the branching yeah. thing, which is obviously that, it's in White Bear. Yeah, it's on walls and everything in the punishment park in that. Now, I've got the book. And I've oh, he, he's got his book. He's got his Black Mirror hardcover book out. That is impressive. Yeah, but um, in the original version of White Bear, because this is just to relate to this glyph, because yeah. it turns up just on walls and it's on Michael Smiley's balaclava in it and it's meant to be ah. like it's representative of that, but it doesn't really go into it as much as obviously now yeah. it has all this resonance in it. And obviously, we're going back to series fucking two. This is pre-Netflix Black Mirror mm, as well, yeah. White Bear. But Charlie Brooker, uh, next version of the script had an opening I really liked with someone describing to their psychiatrist how they've been getting vague, violent impulses and vivid dreams. The psychiatrist asked them to draw a symbol that they keep seeing in their sleep and they draw the glyph, the symbol we would ultimately use in White Bear. The patient goes away. Then, of course, the psychiatrist goes across the room, opens a drawer, and there are identical sketches for loads of other patients. Psychiatrist shuts the door with a very worried look on her face, and I thought it was a great opening. I was trying to concoct a story about this weird conspiracy and this strange signal that's been buried somewhere in TV broadcast since the changeover from SD to HD. And that symbol was going to represent that. But Charlie Brooker himself made that symbol. Like, well, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's not exactly, you know, no, no. it's not incredible, but yeah. Uh, I drew. I think I drew the logo in the script. I chose it just as an ominous but simple symbol after experimenting with lots of different things. It's a bit like an upside-down Y or a road sign for two lanes that are going to merge into one. Uh, I've started seeing those symbols everywhere, not as hallucinations, because people often tweet me pictures of paving stones where they're laid out like that. But, yeah, so that goes back to fucking White Bear, that he's obviously been sat on this symbol for this whole time. It's, it's funny because it's so embedded into this story because mm. it's mm. multiple choice. And like I say, if you look at a multiple choice option, it's always got that mm. symbol on it. Yeah, so it's, the, it's, the, you... it's the flow chart. It's even uh, even in the documentary about the game, the, the bloke who wrote the book, Bandersnatch, yeah. mm. he, he's scrawling that all over the walls in his wife's blood. Yeah. And so, yeah, the symbol's in there, like, a lot. And, yeah, and that's obviously just from there. Uh, this one, I'll be perfectly honest, yeah, this is this is where I started getting a headache and seeing things double. This is when I just like to nod slowly and back mm. away. <laughs> Pick up the child, get out of the room. So there's references to San Junipero and Black Museum. Black Museum is the last one of series four where yeah. it sort of has three little stories. I remember that, yeah. Uh, and San Junipero is obviously the one where it's uh, dying people are have their consciousness downloaded into virtual reality, but it's all like a sort of neon 80s And you can uh, be young, sexy lesbians if you're old, sexy lesbians. Yeah. See, I don't remember that. Well, you've you, you just got to step oh, up. Oh, God, no, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I it's, do. It's one of the few nice 
Yes. Black Mirror stories. It doesn't yes. really have a, a, a horror element or anything you know, like that. I do remember. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I absolutely remember it. But so San, Jun- so San Junipero, which is the, the name of that place yeah. or that, that virtual place, um, Stefan's therapy sessions take place at St. Juniper's medical practice. Stefan's psychiatrist, her name appears on the door, and it's R. Haynes. Yeah. Which is uh, Rollo Haynes was the proprietor of the Black Museum. So he might be related to her. But also, Rollo Haynes worked for a company called TCKR, pioneering neurotechnological development treatments at St. Juniper's Hospital in New York, which is in Black Museum. Yeah. Um, TCKR are also the company that simulated... Uh, also create the simulated reality system San Junipero. And the bar in which that, a lot of that episode takes place is called Tucker's. Ah. And both TCKR and the bar have a logo that's a palm tree. And in Metalhead, um, the, the van they're driving has that logo on the side for TCKR. Ah. So it's kind of like Tucker Soft go on yeah. and eventually become TCKR who are responsible for... All these fucked up medical <laughs> things and shit. Yeah. That one, Claire, you were the one who spotted that. Well done, Claire. Mm. Thank you. Hell. I can't take too much credit for it because I literally flicked through that book and stopped on a random page, and that's what. <laughs> but the page it was. Stopped at. But it was just. But it just had Tucker's like, in, like it's huge, like lo, like the logo for the bar. But all the way through this, because it's like Tucker Soft and everything else like that, and you're like, shit, you've been laying fucking trails for this. Yeah, the whole way through. You know, backwards. It's just so fucking, like, mm. incredible. But again, it's what you said. It's nice having a geek running something, because at least they're not, you know, everything's... Tied up nicely. Tied yeah. and everything, yeah. And in San Junipero, someone's playing a computer game right at the start, and someone says to them, the game has two endings, depending on whether you're playing one player or two. Which, although is a reference to San Junipero, because it's obviously two people meet up and fall yeah. in love, and that's how it ends. But yeah, you've got the multiple endings there. So when when you kill your dad, and the police come round, whether you've got two, three, or five stars for your game, you still see the same news report with Anderson from Sherlock yeah. reporting on you being because uh, that was one thing as well. We were looking up, we recognised someone in it, so it's like on IMDb, and there was like. There's two people here we ain't fucking seen. <laughs> there must be more endings on this. Because one of them was, yeah, it's Anderson from fucking Sherlock. And we were like, shit. Well, we've definitely not seen him, so he turns <laughs> up. But yeah, they show the, the, Sun head, like the Sun newspaper with the headline about him killing his dad. Hmm. Um, but there's other stories down the side. And where are they? Um, so there's a report of software designed to help find your perfect match to developed by BBR, BRB Software, which is a reference to Be Right Back, which is the episode in which someone has an Android version of their deceased spouse made. That's right, yeah, yeah. With, with the ginger bloke from uh, the new Star Wars films. Yes. You keep yes. getting the floor wiped with him by the um, Supreme Leader. That's his right. Name is dead now, okay? Snoke. Snoke, thank you. They also have a review for the third series of Space Fleet, which is the, oh, the Star Trek season, style thing yeah. in USS Callister. Yeah. And there's also the Hot Shot Talent Show, which starts a new series in 1985 under the headline 15 Million Talent Team. 
And that's the talent show that's in 15 million merits. It's called Hot Shots. The second episode? Second episode, series one. Yeah. Jesus. Gets better. Because also, obviously, you get to the point where it's Pearl, who you were introduced to as Colin's little baby. Yeah. This is Pearl. She's my legacy. Yeah. And then she's a grown-up making the fucking game. On Netflix. That's her, yeah. That's oh, her, yeah. Shit, I didn't make that connection. Yeah, it's Pearl Ripman. She is Colin's daughter, so... Oh, of course it is. Yeah, and, and she is going through all the things and sort of like like talking about resurrecting the game that was never completed. Yeah. Uh, like her dad got murdered and everything else like that, so she's like, oh, dad died or whatever, mm. and so she's talking about it, yeah. But it's got a news ticker running along the bottom of it, like, the, mm. you know, the little scrolling yeah. screen you get on news stories. Mm. In that, you've got former PM Michael Callow wins Celebrity Bake Off. That's the Prime Minister who fucked a pig. Mm. So he's doing all right for himself because he's just one Celebrity Bake Off. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, granular to unveil prototype pollinator drone. Oh, yeah. That's the robot bees. Yeah. From Hated in the Nation. Uh, Liam Munro enters Buckingham Palace. And that's the Tory MP who wins in the Waldo moment, the one with the cartoon bear. Probably my least favourite episode. Yeah, to be I'll honest. I remember that being really forgettable. Yeah, and the, yeah, but there's a Tory. <laughs> that being forgettable. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Ask about fake. <laughs> I, 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 I remember the bear and remember nothing about the episode. On the other, but yeah, <laughs> you saying that we will have to mention the Bross documentary in a moment for you. <sighs> but yeah, but um, it's art. Uh, but yeah, been. enters Buckingham Palace. So presumably he's become the prime minister. And UK police ground uh, UK police test groundbreaking memory recall device, which is the thing in Crocodile where yes. they can read your mind. Because yeah, I mean, and so yeah, so all the fucking lines that are just going along in there that you're not even looking at and everything are all it's black mirror references. Even more so than that, there's an inverted Easter egg. Playtest, the one with Kurt Russell's son, where he goes like round the horror house, like he tests the virtual reality, yes. just pumped yeah. into your head. He goes around the horror house. In that, there's a framed copy of the magazine Edge, which is a, a, a genuine video game magazine. Yeah. And it lists, a rev- in its reviews, it lists Bandersnatch. Holy review shit. Review of the game Bandersnatch. It also mentions Granular, who is the company who make the bees, and uh, TCKR. So all these software houses and sort of various tech companies are being referenced on that one fucking page. Sarah sent me a fucking thing this morning, which was Charlie Brooker revealed that there was going to be another bit of this hmm. where there would be old characters turning up in it because for playtest, they did a version of it where at one point during the nightmare sequence, uh, the main character realized one of the things they used to talk that's the horror for the main character hmm. is that he's actually in a TV show on Netflix. And they would show him like I think it was the girl from White Bear and some and one of the rooms from Fifteen Million Merits. So he was going to then tr- he was trying to find a way of putting that footage that they'd shot but not used to into this. And, then, I, and I think at that point he probably had the same fucking nervous breakdown yeah. that I yeah. fucking did. Yes. So there's <laughs> a lot of stuff. Wow. But yeah, there's other things to spot. What well, your favourite? Come on, you 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 got this one, darling. But darling. What? What did I spot? <laughs> They're yellow and they growl. They dance around at night. They don't do that, but they are lions. <laughs> oh yeah, just the lion glyph. That's everything. Lions are being dropped everywhere. 
So I've seen Pax, the demon, looks yeah. lion-ish. Yeah. And on the acid, that's Stefan and... It's got Colin a lion face. Lion. And um, obviously in the game, he looks lion-ish. Yeah. Um, but also, um, what's that same Charlie's name? Tucker. Tucker. Mm. Uh, <laughs> asks for like 20 fags and, and a lion, lion bar. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and lion bars. Yeah, lion oh, bars. Everybody. Hey. Oh, Good yeah. job. It was just, yeah. So you got to watch for the lions. That's what you got to watch for. But, yeah. So, oh, I was just... Yeah, I'm just blown away by how much fucking Charlie Brooker put in this. Oh, yeah. Like, as, I, <laughs> and as I say, although as I said, you know, there are things that change about it. I, I thought it was brilliant, and it's, it's a first attempt. For, you normally expect the first attempt yeah. for something like this to be a bit ropey and a bit shit, and a mm. bit. But it just—it was brilliant. It was really well thought out. And as you say, the the attention to detail to skip back into everything and bring it all back into itself, and yeah, it's just yeah phenomenal. I mean, so, it is possible if you took that bit of technology away from it. Obviously, Krim, that was kind of the purpose. But everything he's done in it—if it was just a normal watch, it—it'd still be a really impressive yeah. episode. I. Obviously, I don't illegally download anything. That would be against the law. That would be a terrible thing to do. But there is a torrent site uh, which sometimes pops up on my computer unrequested and tells me the latest films that are out to download on this particular site. And one of the things on there is Bandersnatch. So out of interest, I clicked on it. Mm. Um, I didn't download it because that would be illegal. Um, but yeah, in the description, it basically said it's a linear hour and a yeah. half. So uh. they've picked... Ah, a storyline, and you can just watch it through for an hour. That's and I quite would good idea. Be interested to know what storyline it had chose. Yeah. A... It probably just if you just don't press anything. That was something. Yeah. Yes. As well, yeah. I wondered about that because there wasn't any time because it gives you loads of time to choose. Mm. Yeah. So I never got to a point where I didn't pick in time. But yeah, I wonder if maybe what you did you get? Some, someone did suggest that 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 would be the the possible way to watch it. Mm. as it might be intended was to go yeah. was to do nothing yeah essentially to it. not sort of choose anything and sort of see where it leads you but I you know I don't know where, whether that takes you good or bad to be honest mm. you know it, um, might, it might I mean if it, if you accept the job at Tuckersoft you might like at, at the office mm. it may just take you back to that point and then it's like oh well I've got to get involved now because otherwise mm. it's not letting me do it mm. apparently and this was really great Asim Chowdhury did post a thing where someone had tweeted him to say that my mum's playing Bandersnatch but she's chosen work at the office five times in a row <laughs> because she just <laughs> really wants him to work at the office <laughs> yeah. which I thought was really sweet <laughs> so I was, I was wondering that like it's clearly aimed at our sort of age range knowing what we know about the culture, growing up with computer games, that sort of thing. Like, so I wonder how it would work with people older than us and younger. So I haven't managed to get Shelley to watch it. She mm. it, she just saw it as horror, no way, not going anywhere near it. I tried a few times and then gave up. Um, but Jasmine watched it and she said it was really boring. She could not stand <laughs> yeah. it. And I think the whole thing is... Jasmine? 18. Oh, and go. I thought with the interactivity it might be right, but it was just like, no, this yeah. is bad, this is bad, I don't get any of what's going on, it's just, you know. And and I think having to press it while it also being boring was almost doubly as bad. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, yeah, it was. It was like, I don't want to have to Stop choose any of this. Of yeah. It's funny because I didn't think of it as boring until you get that Alice Lowe Doing fight it. thing mm. where she does say, 
if this was entertainment, wouldn't it be more yeah. interesting? And as soon as she said it, I was like, actually, yeah, there isn't an awful lot happens in this considering. That, but that is classic delusional treatment, though. That is yeah, one of the things yeah. That there's no way. There's no way it would be to like say this. to someone. Yeah, if, surely. If this was, if this, yeah. if this was made up, or if yeah. this was, wouldn't this, you have superpowers? Yeah. Would this be much be? more interesting <laughs> than it actually is? Yeah. Or, or the other version of it, which is like dealing with paranoia, which is you're not that fucking important. Mm. You know, if everyone's that obsessed with you, you must be really fucking important. Do you know, I had this com- this same conversation. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show before or not. But yeah, when I first bought, um, she's not in the room, so I can mention her name. When I first bought Alexa, mm. and Jennifer went, well, I don't want it in any rooms I'm going to go in. Mm. Why? She said, well, because it listens to everything you say. And I was like, not being offensive, I don't mean this nastily. I'm married to you, and I don't give a shit about 70% of the things you talk about. <laughs> I don't think somebody sitting in a room at Amazon cares about what we're going <laughs> to have for dinner next week, when we're going round to see your relatives, if you're going to be late back from work tomorrow, and when I'm next going to the gym. Like, We'd, don't get me wrong, if we were drug barons, probably something to worry about. Mm. I think normal people running an average everyday life, I don't think Amazon give two fucks. I think possibly that Jennifer might be conscious of the fact that it could be used once she's murdered you. Yeah. You know, because there, there was that guy who they, his Alexa recorded screams at two in the morning and then his household meter, like his electronic meter... Revealed oh, that right. he'd fucking like washed the patio. That's right, yeah. With a lot of water about 3 a.m. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> so she might be thinking in those terms. But it's like, funny enough, another thing that cropped up watching the old news wipes and stuff was uh, Doug Stanhope was on there. And one of his things was, I don't care if the government is monitoring my emails because I just feel sorry for the poor fuck who has to sit there and read through my tedious emails between me and my friends about fuck all and <laughs> pictures of cats. You know, so. um, right, so I think we should probably wrap this up now. Um, I will just say, the oh. Bandersnatch, the actual, just in case people don't know, is Lewis Carroll's invention. It's a mythical. It really? It's a mythical creature in uh, Alice through the looking glass, um, through the looking glass, and what Alice found there. Oh, I did not know. Yeah. That. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask that at the start and then completely forgot. Yeah, I always like <laughs> that. And it first turns up in Jabberwocky because that poem is in Through the Looking Glass. Oh. Through the Looking Glass mm. as well. Mirrors. Because yeah. that's yeah. something that Colin says to you that does come true. Mirrors yeah. are your way back through the past. Yes, yeah. he does. So yes. again, it's also how many fucking nights have you had with Colin? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you're at a party and they're like, oh, I just want to have some fun. Don't fucking... Yeah. <laughs> chew my ear off about conspiracy theory. Or fucking... Well, I think probably all of us have had nights where we are calling. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, 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 can only, I can only attest to that. New Year's yeah. Eve this year, I was pretty much <laughs> But yeah, the Jabberwocky is never described in Lewis Carroll properly. He has, extend, he has snapping jaws and an extending neck, but that's about it. But loads of other authors have used it, and there's a, there's a there's a I can't remember it's Peter Newell did a illustration for Alice in Wonderland like in the twenties, hmm. and it looks like a lion in ah. his illustration. Um, there's also an asteroid called Nine Seven Eight Bandersnatch, and um, also apparently it's something to do with NR problems in computer algorithms. Chris, 
I don't know if this is something you know about. <laughs> I read it and cried. Because I was like... <laughs> but I don't understand that anymore. These are all words that I should know, but I don't understand them in that order. They're just not making any semantics. Because I thought, there must be... Even when I went on NR Problems for Dummies, I put that in, and it was like, clearly, I'm, I'm not, not even, even a, a dummy. dummy. <laughs> It was like, oh Christ! Just I just couldn't get out some colouring in for you to do. Yeah, <laughs> I just sat in the corner and rocked. Um, but yeah, so NR. So I am yeah. lost. Gordon, what is NR? No, that's what I mean. I don't know. I don't I even like, know. It was what like NR something says. like non-polymerythmic fucking. It's something to do with computer theory, whereby yeah. you. It's about the amount of time that a computer might take to get through a problem. Is that not NP? Yeah, that's it. NP. Yeah. yeah. So it is. It's. But like, that's what they said. Is like NP problems. It's some yeah. Bandersnatch is used as a term in mm. some algorithmic thing within the study of NP it's, problems and at that. Is that like, is that like the travelling salesman? Did that come up? That's yeah. Those sort of things where yeah. it's like to to try and calculate. Yeah. It gets very difficult very quickly, I think. Mm. It seemed to have something to do with the concept of like choice, yeah. which again made me think it's relevant, it's relevant to this. But also my eyes started bleeding mm. and <laughs> I cried and then I just got into Ted's cot. To be honest, th- this is Shelley's area. Not oh, fair enough. I'm, I'm at the uh, Guide for Dummies just about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, when I was like dummies, it was like... Wow, I've really overestimated my level of intellect at this point, clearly. Yeah, computer theory does get painful. Um, So before we wrap it up and talk about our next episode, you very quickly mentioned something about Bross and then then talked about something else. I promise, if you have 80 minutes and you want to watch Spinal Tap... Mm. watch this Bross documentary it's fucking amazing (laughs) and Luke and Matt Bross had no idea they were making Spinal Tap but the directors and the producers clearly did oh really Mm. it's it's beautiful we watched it because Adam was like right we need to watch this because two or three people at work have come up to me and said have you seen it? It's fucking insane. One of whom was Tony Barnes. Not a man who I saw as a brossette particularly. No, what you know, made him turn it on in the first place? Because apparently there was already somewhat word of mouth about... No, just just watch it. And it's incredible. Like, I, I can't I can't describe it because each, each line of it, you go, hang on a second, you just need a minute to go, did he just say what? It's a process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of pausing yeah. goes on. It, mm. it's, it's along the same, because it was when you said, um, I remember it not being very memorable. Yes. That, that, is, that is a drop in the ocean compared yeah. to some of the statements <laughs> you get in this show. Seriously. Oh, Christ. Oh, I'll have to give it a It was mentioned at Vitriola as well, um, with Robin Ince and mm. Michael Legg. Yeah, they were discussing it yeah. quite in depth as well. So, Seriously. Uh, yeah, I definitely we we bought it on DVD. <laughs> just hoping that there would be extras on it and there are we, there haven't, are. Watched yet, we haven't watched them yet but they're it's, I mean, wow it's amazing can you do a rendition of oh I mean there's stuff like um, there's a rule in this house if you break anything you pay for it but you can break anything you want <laughs> <laughs> I mean what the fuck is that um, we were, we were going to call the band Epitome yeah which is Latin for abstract but do you <laughs> know what it is it's epitome 
Obviously, yeah, in yeah. fucking 30 yeah. years, no one's ever sat Tell down and it. just said, you've signed that you wrong. You've that wrong. Don't make a cut yourself on <laughs> national television. Cav- that was it, when they go through the other band names, and it's like, Caviar. We were, we were called Caviar, because we knew it was something expensive. Found out it's fish eggs, and we didn't want the association. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Like once bitten, twice shy. More like 20 times bitten. A bit shy. A bit shy. <laughs> 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 Seriously, it's just oh, oh god. Yeah, it's, I think we need to check this out. It's just so, it's and also amazing. for the, for the one moment, this was an interesting thing because, like I say, Tony watched it. Another guy at work watched it, um, and he said he didn't realise until he spoke to Tony about it. There is one bit in there, and you will know the bit I mean, where it's just about being in a fucking band. Oh really? Where it's just two people. Fucking yeah. sniping at each other, and you like everyone else is just standing around in the sort of like, can we get on with this? <laughs> you know, or sort of like, you know, in that sort of awkward bad dinner party sort of feeling, yeah. while two people just go on about, well, I wanted to hear it, didn't I? Well, when I say I want to hear it, I'd like to, can we just try it just once? Or we, and it was, oh, Christ, this is, it was like, wow, thank fuck I'm not in a band. That was the <laughs> one, it was just, yeah. <laughs> And oh, Tony yeah, apparently this is what I'm missing. Thank God. <laughs> There's like a one minute video on Facebook that has like a few good quotes, and I'll show you it afterwards so you can see. Oh, like a super definitely after watching Yeah, I've definitely sold on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the subject of things to watch, now I did have something lined up to suggest for a next episode. Mm-hmm. However, um, next weekend. As of this recording, not as of when this goes live, we will be going to Horror on mm. Sea for a day of uh, low-budget horror fun, again, as we did last year. Cabin in the Woods keeps coming mm, up in discussion, yeah, well, and I keep saying, uh, you haven't seen anything that sets the story up enough, so you need yeah. to watch something slasher or whatever. Oh, okay. So, so that's, all right, fair enough. I thought we possibly had... Seen some that were. I don't like think. No, I know exactly what you oh, mean. There's the specific tropes that you need to be familiar yeah. with to enjoy Cabin in the Woods. You haven't seen okay. any of yet. So I think for the next studio episode, we should watch Evil Dead. Yes. Now, have we still not made it into Evil Dead? When I know. Forty odd episodes. Even I've been doing Evil this. Dead. I know. <laughs> what did you think of Evil Dead? Oh God, I can't remember. I think it was about fifteen. Oh, okay. If you would like to come back for Evil Dead, you'd be more than welcome. Thank if you. you could stomach watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll leave that. <clears throat> so I thought that'd yeah. be good. So we'll do that. And Which then we can do Kill List. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a slasher, because we've not done any slashers yet. That's true. And then we can roll into Cabinet. So I know this is like... This is the next two months planned out. It's a good game plan. But we will finally get to Kevin in the fucking yeah. wood. And I will let you pick our slasher, obviously. Um, well, that that I think... I That's a weird one, because I don't know. Do we go... Because we've never, we've never met Freddy. We've never met Jason. Yeah, that's what I th- and, was expecting. You know, that's... Jason would be the obvious one, yeah. only because... That's because a, of the tropes. That's Yeah, that is a clear slasher film. But do we go with Jason in a hockey mask? Because then it's three onwards. Yes. Or even the remake. I didn't hate the remake. I've not, the remake. I've not seen it, so... <gasps> Maybe we could do the remake. Yeah. Right, okay. There you go, people. So your... <laughs> I'm gonna your homework. But your homework, listeners, is to go and prepare yourselves with The Evil Dead, 
the Friday the 13th original remake. Original Evil Dead. Original Evil Dead. Sorry, yes, just to clarify. Uh, the remake of Friday the 13th and then Cabin in the Woods. And Kill List. And Kill List for Adam's birthday special in the middle. We've got a plan. We have. We've got yeah. them all planned out. It's fantastic. Excellent. Right. So, uh, thank you very much, Claire, for joining us. Yeah. It's been wonderful. Thank you for having me. Um, we will be very keen. I'll, be, I'll start on your list this evening of your oh, yes, 10 please. movies. Yeah. Um, and we will mention it on the next episode or maybe stick up an Instagram post or something to give mm-hmm. people a, a shout. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will see you at some point, either in a fortnight's time or possibly with a bonus episode, depending on how things run at uh, Horror on Sea. Anyway, so, thanks very much for listening, and good night. Thank you, good night. Bye. 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 Oh, thanks for the question, Dave.